Yo, yo, this your boy Ron, and welcome to the Slinging Stone Podcast. I gather some of my best buds to sit down and have some great conversation. Nothing's going to be off limits, so stay tuned and like and subscribe. So what are we talking about today? You know, um, let's see. How about the pressure of being a, a, a Christian? Nowadays, what? Especially a Christian man. Something to pick from. Like you just giving us one topic and expecting us to yeah. go off that. Okay, then let's go off that. So the I don't have more than one topic. I got one topic, bro. <laughs> what you want from me, bro? So the pressure of being a the pressure Christian of being a Christian a Christian man today's society. Now should we just leave it as the pressure of being a Christian, or should we put the pressure of being a Christian man? Well, obviously, that's a whole two different. Only speak from yeah. No, we're speaking of we can speak on on um, feedback from you know just being a Christian in general. Okay, well, maybe actually, maybe right, maybe some uh, listeners can actually give us some feedback uh, as well in an email. So email us at slingandstonepodcast at gmail dot com if you have any comments, questions, concerns, topics. Feedback, anything. Yeah, make sure y'all send those emails, man. We truly want to know um, your feedback on certain topics on certain areas. Because uh, we all are four, no, three. I'm sorry, not to add our background dancer. <laughs> three uh, men, and we're looking for some input from some ladies. If you have a certain concern or anything, please feel free to email us. At any time, we we do read the emails. I mean, Christian does, not me and Jimmy. <laughs> I let them know. I let them know. All right, so we good. All right, so, man, honestly, that's actually a really good subject because, <clears throat> you know, especially these days, we're the odd we're the oddball out, right? You know, especially with today's society and, and the way that the way that things are kind of happening around us. Um, man, it's crazy. It is crazy. It's so crazy that Ron's got to put sunglasses on <laughs> in order right. to to keep keep that got to keep that, that brightness. Away. Yeah, it's, you know what I mean. It's Hater crazy blocks. When you become a Christian. I think the expectations. That's what it is. I think once you tell people that you're you're walking a certain lane now, it's this automatically they think that you have it, have it all figured out when you don't, because it's a process. And I, and I want people to understand that when you do decide to live your life a certain way, don't look at that person as a person who has it all figured out. Because I tell people daily, look, I struggle. Yeah. I struggle. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's hard. But at the end of the day, I still keep my eyes on the prize. I think people's expectations of a Christian is this perfect being, uh, which is not true because nobody on this earth is perfect. So that means I'm going to struggle. I'm going to have times where I'm vulnerable. There's going to be days that, you know, I do sin. And that's okay. Um but I know daily I have to try not to fall into those same holes daily. I have to try to keep my eyes on on Jesus and, and, and the walk he had. That's so right, I think I think that man, it's we have to deny flesh daily, right? That's what it says in the word, right? Yes, sir. But it's not just, you know, we think of deny flesh daily as just kind of like the the main, you know the main sins, right? You know, no adultery, no, no, you know, drugs, no lies, no, you know, whatever, 
Okay. Um, but I think that there's, and especially even with what we're kind of doing here right now, there's something, there's a healing and there's a learning and there's an understanding that comes through transparency, um, and authenticity, um, and, uh, talking about it like we're talking right now. Right. Because what I might not have completely figured out or, or understand how to get through something that I'm dealing with now, uh, you know, maybe one of you guys do. Um, so in that transparency though, that's kind of like, I don't know. I, I think that that's where the Lord kind of expects us to be like, be transparent, be authentic and, and not pretend like we have it all together because we don't at the end of the day, we don't, the only perfect, the only perfect thing out there is Jesus Christ. Right. Sure. Um, so it's, I don't know. I, I, I do feel that there's a lot in the transparency and Ron, just like you said of it is a process. I don't have it all together every day. I'm going to learn something every day. I have to deny something, you know? Um, so that's just kind of where I'm at with it. So one of the, one of the biggest obstacles that, um, I had to come across was to know that your, your, your first role I guess you could say you're the haters, the yeah. people that judge you. Uh, the first, uh, usually the first ones is, is going to be your family members because they're going to see that change first. So that was, um, an, and it's going to be a very hard thing to get past because even now I still deal with certain family members that look at you and instead of praising the change and saying this guy's living his life better and not doing the things he used to do, because I'm in, I'm not in that circle anymore. Uh, it's more like, does this guy think he's better than us? Hmm. You know, uh, you know, it's 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 hard because, uh, and you have to you have to fight through those obstacles. The, the, that view of the family members look at you, looking at you different. <clears throat> That's one of my main main uh, obstacles. I have to that I'm still kind of enduring. It's it's better. Uh, you just have to get tough in your skin, and and like Ron said, keep your eye on the prize, which is obviously, our you know our God, and 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 push forward, and and remember that um. That judgment's gonna come regardless, mm-hmm. uh, of what you do. Exactly, they hate it on Jesus, so I think they gonna hate on you. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I always keep that in my back pocket, man. Is it's it's gonna come, and I don't think it's a. It's a bad thing that they're doing. They just used to the certain person that you were. And it's like, if this person changed, they don't know that you're still going to be the same way. Like, because when you hear about, let's say, somebody becoming a Christian, you think, man, it's all right. They It's boring now. They don't turn up. They don't do this, this, and that. But I'm like, you still can turn up and, mm-hmm. and follow the Lord. Like, you mm-hmm. still can have fun. Like, it may not be in the club scene no more, right. but when we doing some praise and worship, that's that's when you can turn up, right? It's just right. you just looking at it from a different lens. Like we still hang out, we still go bowling, we still do certain things, but it's just we don't involve, you know, alcohol and all the other stuff with it. It's just yeah. a, a different type of a turn up, and I and I get it because most people they don't want to see like who wants to see they they best friend who they've been connected with or they family <clears> member who they've been. You know, they partner in crime for years, turn over a new leaf. They think, you think that that person's still going to be there for the rest of their life, but 
it's it's tough. You know the 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 thing also is being on both sides at one point in your life. You know, I was already there where I would I would see family members change. You know, for some of us, you're losing a, a club partner. For some of us, you're losing somebody that's gonna ride out with you. You know, through whatever whatever you're going through. Uh, seeing seeing those family members that changed their life and and are now following God are no longer writing. So I was on both sides. You know, I was that one looking at the family member and saying, oh, this guy's here goes, you know, God, the God thing again. Uh, you know, I, I used to stray from conversations mm -hmm. from certain family members because at the end of the conversation, I know they're going to want to pray. Mm. I didn't want to pray. Right. <laughs> That made no sense to me. Mm -hmm. I didn't understand it. I didn't want to understand it. So, you know, I would be very quick with conversation. I, I, I gotta go. You know, you do one yeah, of those run, run out the way, and and um, it's 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 understanding on my part now because I was there. I I I understand how I'm being looked upon. I just wish I I can reach them, uh, and but I'm sure they felt like they. The other, you know, when I was that person, I w I'm sure they felt like I wish I could read. But God's, this is God's timing, not no one else's timing, and uh, we need to be understand, you know, have that understanding that this is not when, you know, when we decide. Me mentally, I, I can be like, yeah, I, I decided five years ago. I decided, but God already had this already planned out. You know, just we don't know what the plan is. We don't we don't get to see the the book. Uh, right. of the future you know um we just have to have that faith yeah. and which is another thing uh that faith man that's a whole different topic but uh another thing i wanted to mention also which was critical is um that expectation that when you do change this as i'm gonna use my family as a, a lot of my family members they look for that one time you mess up, that one time you screw up and say, "Ah, I knew it, mm -hmm. <laughs> I knew it, I, I knew he wasn't, a, I, I knew he wasn't about I don't think that it's life." Just family, I think that's society in general. Exactly. Absolutely, but when I mean when I, I use the family, is because because that hits home yeah. to your heart. Yeah, absolutely. that that hits home. You know, like it's a lot easier if somebody in the street looks at you and be like, "Ah, oh, you're you know you made a mistake." It's kind of easier to kind of be like, "Ah," oh. but when a family member does it. Because you so want them to, to, to live the life you're living and, and you want them to experience that, it's almost like you let them down. Like, yeah. man, I got to start all over again. You know, I made one mistake and they really, uh, you know. Yeah. You know, no puns intended, but, you know, I'm on the cross now, you yeah. know. Like, that makes it, sense. it's that life, you it know. Does, it does make sense. And, yeah, when it's somebody in the street, you can just throw a burger at them. And you're good, <laughs> <so>. Burger, <laughs> yeah. It could happen. <laughs> No, I, you know, I come, like, I came from this, this, this place of, like, you know, Jesus found me, right? And, and, and in my, in my despair and in my just nastiness. But the problem is I, I tried to keep living that same lifestyle and almost like incorporating Jesus as opposed to, like, putting Jesus first. So it's kind of like, you know, it's one of those situations where you, you keep living your life and you just pull Jesus out of your pocket when you're in trouble mm -hmm. or, or when you need to, you know, do something. And that, that's where I was at, man. And that was gross because the Lord literally corrected me super fast in that, um, to where it was like, you know, absolutely not like I'm your first or I'm not, 
you know, period. And, and that, that was, that was huge. And I, I heard somebody say once, and I, I forgot exactly where it was that I ended up uh, hearing it, but I heard that you, you cannot hold your sin and your savior in, in your hands because they're going in completely opposite directions. And at one point, at one point there, one of them's going to win. One of them's going to win. Whoever you're holding on to tighter is going to win. So I, that's like kind of the, where I was at in, in the, the, the position, I guess you can say I was in. Uh, but now things are so different to where the only option, man, the only option is Jesus and people now are looking at my character and you know i'm talking about work i'm talking about you know just random and they're asking like okay well what's what's different about this guy like why is this guy happy when everybody else is angry you know why is this guy um calm when everybody else is you know flipping tables like and that, that mm-hmm. piques their attention yeah and but that's what you know it was funny because i was talking to um one of our pastors uh, the other day and that's attractive to other people that that behavior is attractive like for instance hey guys let's all let's all go out to the you know everybody's having a great time maybe you're going to see a football game or or some sporting event or whatever and hey guys let's all go out to the bar like let's end the night let's all go out to the bar and you're the one that's like hey no man i had a great time i'm not going to go out to the bar with y'all but y'all have a great night why aren't you going to go out to the bar oh just because i'm not about that anymore but hey listen have a good night there's something in people's mind that instantly stops and it's like, well, what, what do you mean you're not about that anymore? You know, mm-hmm. there's, there's some sort of, some sort of attraction to that or, 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 or wanting to know more about that. Let me jump on that real quick. Yeah. Um, a lot of it is not necessarily, it may not catch your attention at the moment because, you know, when I was living my worldly ways and, and I would go to a club and a family member or somebody would say, oh, I enjoy that. I'm not going, you know, that's not, I don't do that anymore. At that particular moment, I'm not like, wow, that guy, what's he doing different? It's when something happens, some kind of chaos, a fight breaks out. Somebody, a friend of might go to jail, something, something crazy happens at that club. Mm-hmm. Then you go home and you're like, man, what happened? And then here comes that person that didn't go. And comes back and says, well, I did such and such and such. And you're like, that's sometimes the moment where you're like, man, maybe I would have, if I would have just took his advice mm-hmm. and lived that, you know, move that. It's, it, it just starts. It's, it peaks. And what it, another thing it does is it, start, it, it sparks the curiosity. Mm-hmm. And curiosity, you know, at one point for me was always bad. You know, you teach your kids, stop being so nosy. Stop being, you know, oh, my kids are very curious. You know, right. I hope they don't get into that. Right. But... In the kingdom, as I'm learning now, you know, when we speak, when I'm in my walk, let me say, that's what's catching people. When they, when you move a certain way, it catches their curiosity. Mm-hmm. Now, they want to ask questions. Yeah. And, and you just have to be ready for that. You're not going to save everyone in a day. And I think that's one of the problems I had when I was not in my walk. Everyone that I came across was trying to save me that day within the hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I felt overwhelmed. It yeah. made me put, you know, I spoke, you know, uh, the other day at service, I spoke, I, I spoke about that, but it pushes you away. 
Yeah. I'm no longer, you're not attracting me by that. Yeah. You know, it's what you said. It's the action, the moves, you know. And and even that sometimes may not get you right away. But if that person stays consistent, mm-hmm. you know, then that can, that, that'll catch your attention. And now, you you know, that curiosity yeah. will spark that conversation. Yeah. Um, I think I heard this. I forgot where I heard it that. Probably but. me. <laughs> yeah, probably. probably. My it, words it are wisdom. Said, and I might butcher it, but. People are tired of hearing the, about the gospel. They want to see the action. Hmm. So you can go preaching about the gospel all you want, but people want to see you actually live out the gospel. Yeah. Right. They want to see you walk it. And when they see you walking it, that makes it more intriguing because they can see a part of you in them. Like that what got me back into the church because I seen somebody that was not dressed up in the suits. He, he was, you know, kind of dressed down and he had on some cool sneakers, but he was a part of the church. And I'm like, in my head, I thought you had to dress a certain way to be inside the church. So that was, that's something that kept me away from it. I'm like, that ain't me. Like I ain't dressing like that. Mm-hmm. But I seen that and I was like, okay, I can, I can go to church. That's the culture that people built. Exactly. And, and, and I think it plays a major part in when you start to walk, cause somebody's going to be gravitated to you. To mm-hmm. Jimmy and the way he moves. And like, man, dang, I see myself in Jimmy. I, I I can probably do this walking out this Christian thing because if Jimmy do it, I can do it too. Mm-hmm. So when it comes down to being being an authentic Christian, you don't have to lose yourself in this walk. You can still keep your swagger. You can still keep the person you are, but you just, you you're are, doing right. it in a cleaner way. That's good, man. And I'm like, okay, cool. So whenever, so I, so from that point on, I started seeing pastors on stage with Jordans on and dressed down. I'm like, I'm intrigued now because what I seen back in the day was, hey, three piece suits, yeah, they had three piece suits, yeah. you know, purple and all this. Now I'm seeing pastors with some swag. I'm like, hey, I, hey, I think I can. Walk There's nothing wrong life. with the dressing. It's not, but I no, do no, agree. No, no. I do it's, agree. It's nothing wrong, but how can you? Okay, I'm gonna flip it like this. How can a, a young kid relate to somebody who's dressed like that? They That's automatically right, think, That's right, man. man, he's too far-fetched. I can't, I can't, he can't relate to yeah, me. Yeah, he's out there. I'm over here. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And that pushes a lot of people away, too. And mm. I know this segue into something else. I'm not saying that dressing the way you dressed is a certain way, but certain people are looking on the outside as like, man, I can't dress like that. I can't afford to dress like that. Mm. I can't go to church then. Yeah. And I can't be I can't be involved in the church if, if I'm not dressed like that. Yeah. And I'm like, nah, because I can dress up with a hoodie and still preach the gospel now. That's right. So that's right. it's a difference. You know, without putting my age out there, I think that's the older, older generation that, that put that narrative out there that yeah, of we have to dress. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, because that used to be one of my questions, go, you know, going to church. I would sit there and my mom would have to, you know, put put a suit on me and I'm like what's cool God can't see me hey, what am I doing you know bro everybody can come to my church I wear Crocs and flip flops <laughs> and you know that what's intriguing with that is yeah. that just shows you you just want them in the house yeah that's right man. I don't care how you look come in and praise like learn about it like you know you don't have to worry about you know the the out but the way the older generation you know Your I'm, generation. I'm not my generation the older generation <laughs> The way the older generation is, 1920s. they put that narrative out where you have to have to dress up. You know, but no, you're right. But it's you're in right. the Bible. It, it says, right, come as you please. Yeah. Or come as you are. 
when did that not become the important part of it? Because we kind of pushed that out the way and be like, no, you can't come as you are. You better come like this. Yeah. <laughs> in yeah. order for you to. I get that. Yeah. Because like, but that kind of ties into like, forget dressing, you know, that ties into you have to have it all figured out before you walk exactly. through the door. Exactly. And you it, don't. What, like, yeah. no, I'm coming here because I don't have it figured out. Yeah. And I'm hoping somebody, I can relate to somebody that's up there and they can help me figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I've mentioned this to, to, to my pastor once and I, and I said, to me, I've learned that this is like, this is a hospital. Mm. My church yeah. is a hospital, Amen. That's mm. good, man. Uh, a spiritual hospital. You know, when you, in the physical world, when you get, when you get a boo-boo, yeah. they still use that word boo-boo. Well, you you get a scar. Like, yeah, right. I'm using Ron's word. That's Ron's word. Oh, Ron says boo-boo? Yeah, Ron says boo-boo. Wow. I just want to put that out there. But anyways. That's not segue. That's neither here or there. Yeah. You guys can email Ron about that and ask questions <laughs> why he still uses those words. But anyways, so when in the physical world, when you get injured, you break a leg, whatever the case, you go to a hospital and right you on. get fixed up. Yeah. But spiritually, you go to church to get fixed up. Yeah. Absolutely. To get your life together and, and fix whatever you need healing. You know, yeah. and that's where it starts. I'm not saying it starts in church. It starts with you and, and getting that relationship. But for me, I'm speaking on my behalf. It started. It started uh, meeting the right people. God just lined everything up for me, mm. and I'm so blessed um, that I I I'm where I'm at now because I would have never in a million years thought that this is uh, where I would be in life. Not not in a million years, but. Yeah, I think that I think that what you something that you said there was so important because I think that when you try to fix whether it be an an issue or a problem or anything like that and you're trying to do it on your own accord or you're trying to do it um whether it's on your own accord or, you know, through through some other way other than through God, all you're doing is really putting a band-aid on a bullet hole, right? You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um and that's just from what we like I'm just speaking with us three. That's what we have, you know, learned. Like Jesus is the only answer, you know. Absolutely. Um, it's the only. It is the only way to fix everything in your life, you know. Um, but yeah, man, the the whole like come as you are thing. I was struggling with that for a long time too because obviously I was, you know, believe it or not, I had. You're gonna have everyone come into church in Crocs now. You know that, right? <laughs> no, no. Believe it or not, man. When I was growing up, believe it or not, when I was growing up, I had blonde dreads down to my back and a face full of piercings. No way. Wait, wait. I don't believe what? it. I want to see pictures. Rewind. Yeah. You're not no gonna way. skip past it. I need to see a picture. This. I'll say. Listen, I'll go find one at my mama's house. Let's post yeah, it on the website. I, it's let everyone uh, see it. Oh man, really? Okay. Yeah, we can <laughs> wow. do that. We can do that. Yeah, I used to be covered. Uh, and the sad thing is, is you know, I used to walk around and. Everybody would look at me and be like, oh, you know, that punk kid or whatever. And my parents were so kind because they would call me artsy. <laughs> like, that's our artsy son, you that's know? The, that's the white way. Yeah. Oh, is that it? <laughs> nah, nah. So, yeah. So, anyway, um, I would, my parents would always go to church and, and my sister would go to church. And, man, it, it was crazy because I was not accepted walking in like that. Even mm-hmm. though I was still kind I, I was the same you were way. judged I was the same the way that I was I was now. Like nothing was different. You know, obviously my relationship with the Lord is like, you know, 20 million times more, but but I was judged the second I walked in because of the way that I looked. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Okay, this guy obviously, you know, he obviously does not walk with the Lord," you know. Uh, but that was back then. That was back then. Think about now. Exactly. 
you know and there's so many other there's so many other issues and and identities and 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 crazy things that people have going on where they just want something solid in their life they just want some answer they just want something to embrace them and love them and care for them and and help them with their identity and family situations and they don't feel welcome walking in the front door there's a problem man there is a problem and but then that goes back to what we were talking about nobody's perfect and that's another way of saying well i want to put it like this the church isn't perfect Mm. Because if you have people in your congregation that is thinking like outcasting this person who's just walking in, like that's that's something that's going on with it. That's the uh, uh, identity crisis within the church as well. Yeah. Because yeah. we got to fix that. Yeah. Because we shouldn't be able to, when this guy walked through, automatically assume, oh, no, he's not a this, this, and that. That guy right there could be filled with the Holy Ghost. He could be the blessing to Come you. On. But yeah. you shut that out as soon as he walked in through the door yeah. yep. with some with some piercings <laughs> and some dreads. Like, nah, he, he ain't it. And then they won't even listen to you. Mm. And, and it's just like, that's the problem with the with this whole walk with Christ is the the judgment that comes along with it. No, I'm I'm that's not how that's not how this is supposed to work. Like this person or these people that's coming into your life, they're not supposed to look like the Joe Smo that you're used to. God uses different people. Yeah. For different things. Yeah. They're so, not cookie cutter Christians. No, right? you no, because yeah. if it was Life would be totally different because now you know what to expect. You're like, okay, that's this, this, and that. But now when God sends a different type of vessel to you, it's like, man, I would have never thought in a million years I'd be in a circle with you. Mm-hmm. But He's using this person to bring everybody together. It's, Come on, yeah. it's just it's, it's crazy, man. But I that's that's a problem that I see within the church as well. Too. It's an like, epidemic, dude. Yeah, like, and most people after they experience that, like, you could have been rejected, like. That from that feeling, you could have been like, man, I'm never going back to church again because I don't want people to look at me like that. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, yeah. I, to to kind of jump on that real quick, I've got this story, and I, I figure I'll just be transparent right now. I used to go actually to a, uh, a Christian school. Won't name the name of it. Anyway, went to this Christian school, and I actually one day. Okay, and and I had, you know, I was kind of going through my experimental phase as far as dreads and piercings and whatever. (laughs) Anyway, so um, I, one day I ended up uh, showing up and just the the leader of the school um, was asking me to pray for a situation. And I was known for praying, like, you know, I was known for, you know, um, praying over people and all that kind of stuff. And, and one day they, uh, um, asked me to pray and I just wasn't feeling right in the spirit. So all I ended up saying is like, Hey, I have some questions about, you know, things that are happening in my life. Um, and, and today's just not a good day for me to pray. I got kicked out of the school the next day. Wow. The next day I was told. So, and, and don't get me wrong. You know, I, as a kid like, as an adult now, I, I should, I, in my mind, I should have just been like, okay, well, those are just people. But I was a kid back then. So then for the next 15 years of my life, because of the fact that I didn't agree with this situation, mm-hmm. I became agnostic. Wow. You know? When in reality, and, and and like I said, I look at it as an adult now, and I'm like, man, that was just, that was stupid of me. Like, that was a, that was a man or a woman's choice to, you know, bad choice to remove me from the school for having questions. Mm-hmm. But... That's how quickly we can turn somebody away. Absolutely. Yeah. 
as a Christian. That's how quickly we can uh, be unattractive to other people, whether it's, you know, youth, young people, or whether it's adults too, man. Like we have to be so careful. We have such a big responsibility to love everybody, no matter what the situation is. Let me ask real quick, you guys, your biggest um, hurdle uh, becoming a Christian in your walk, what was your biggest hurdle? Um, it's, I think it would be, um, accepting the calling. Hmm. Cause for me, I have a calling over my life and been running from it and it's finally starting to manifest right in front of my eyes. I think it's accepting that you're not the same person no more. And the calling that's upon your life is going to require you to look completely different to everybody else. Hmm. And it's I haven't it's it's so hard for me to wrap my mind around it because I'm trying to figure out how this is going to happen. So that right there has been like one of the biggest hurdles of not losing Ron, but what God is calling me to do, it's it looks so scary to me. It looks so scary. So I think that's something that I'm dealing with, and I'm talking about it right now. I'm still dealing with it today because I'm afraid. I'm afraid of it. I'm afraid of how it's going to look. Like I'm I'm trying to, you know, mold it in my way, but God is like, nah, I'm not doing that, but it's it's time to do it this way. So I would think that's that's it for me. Yours? Well, how about you, Christian? Oh man. <laughs> um <clears throat> mine now now is the responsibility of what leaves my mouth. Ooh. Um and I ended up reading uh um Matthew twelve, thirty six to thirty seven, and it says, I tell you on the day of judgment people will give account for every careless word they speak. For by your words, you will be justified, and by your words, you will be condemned. Um, it shows the importance on what it is that I'm, I'm saying to people, individuals. There's, there's, don't let the words uh, that leave my mouth mean nothing. You know, have responsibility behind what it is that you say. Because at the end of the day, we're all trying to progress the kingdom of heaven right Absolutely. so don't waste a moment always be talking about kingdom always be talking about and that doesn't mean that you can't have other so- subjects but they should always still always tie mm-hmm. back to jesus Absolutely. so that's me that's dope. mine's is um uh, identity hmm. i lost that you know my my biggest problem um becoming a christian and in my walk was i was trying to merge my walk and my worldly ways. I was trying to merge that together and see, you know, trying to live, I guess you could call it, mm-hmm. uh, have your cake and eat it too, I guess. And that went terribly wrong. You, you're not going to, unfortunately, you have to pick. You have to pick, you, do. you know, one or the other. You're on one side of the fence. You have to, you have to. So I, it was an identity because, you know, you grow up your whole life thinking this is who you are. Then you find out that God said this. This is who you are. Hmm. 
So now I know you better than you know. Exactly. So now there's an identity thing I have to deal with. So who am I? You know, now if I go on the side and say, you know, I'm who God says I am. Well, you can't just I have to dig into that because, mind you, I'm coming from the worldly ways into my walk. So who is God telling me I am? You know, what's that about? Now you have to dig in more. That requires conversation with the Lord. Absolutely. Time with the Lord. But that's still that's that's. Uh, more of an understanding you have to get into that's not something you get from the from jump so miles is an identity thing um that was my main biggest struggle it was an identity issue yeah i think i think a lot of what we see in the world happening today honestly jimmy like is identity issues absolutely yeah i mean you know even with things that we've talked about in the past podcasts like there's a lot of identity issues man Mm -hmm. and that's the you know a lot of individuals trying to find out who they are and what they're about and and making everything public and and kind of going you know crazy i think that uh, you know at the end of the day that needs to be one of our biggest prayers is that people know their beloved identity you know what i mean what jesus actually thinks about them amen anyway all right, guys, this has been good, man. Amazing. I love it, man. I'm, I'm excited for when people get to hear this one, man. This is this kind of hit home a lot. All right. Well, if you guys like what you hear, please hit us up. Hit us up on all our social media outlets. Uh, we got Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Hit us up in email, slingandstonepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. We're also available on Apple Podcasts. Oh, yeah, that's Apple brand new. Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Let's go. Podcasts. Let's get it. All right. You have a good night. Let's go. Thank you for listening to the Sling and Stone podcast. If you like what you heard, definitely hit that subscribe button. Also, follow us on social media, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook at Sling and Stone. Don't forget, hit the subscribe button. Let's go.